Yo, what up? Street talk, street cards, street vloggity blog, talk, but talk, talks. Okay, some uh, <clears throat> turbo thoughts for us. So, this one is beyond. So, I'm trying to think. I'm like, I don't think I actually like the objects themselves, but rather, I like the marketing materials behind things. I mean, I think uh, one of my Archimedes levers or my strengths is I think I'm like really good at marketing and I'm like I have a passion for it too which is very useful in today's uh superficial capitalistic world uh, I think marketing in some ways you know marketing is God and this new pseudo religion which we call capitalism and uh yeah I think um ultimately marketing wins so some uh some thoughts on beyond so anyways like still thinking like in terms of the marketing materials and then the collaborations that Lamborghini is doing you know there's Storata um, and the marketing language behind Lamborghini etc it still seems that like Lamborghini is the goat because uh, they're intelligent enough to know how to leverage aspirational things um, and then they even leveraging this uh, notion of Coco Beyond and I think it's a very interesting idea because um, the notion beyond could be predicated on lots of other notions uh, like you know I think about my best friend uh, Friedrich Nietzsche also the funny thing is if you want to actually be inspired more entrepreneurially rather than reading books on entrepreneurship just read lots of books I mean I think even Elon Musk used to read Nietzsche and stuff like that I mean it seems that all gutsy entrepreneurs I know even like uh, Nassim Taleb likes Nietzsche everyone likes Nietzsche um yeah, his, it's pretty, uh, I think it's a, a good one. Um, even Kanye, maybe Nietzsche. Anyways, um, you know, his stronger song is like, that, that that don't kill me, only makes me stronger, right? That Nietzsche quote, right? From the military school of life, colon, that which does not kill me, only makes me stronger. Um, and uh, yeah, and I think... Uh, the notion of beyond is kind of an interesting notion because like you know for example like weightlifting i was at the so funny it's so the the thing that i find extremely funny is um actually you know going to the gold's gym fitness in venice beach which is supposed to be like you know the the mecca of bodybuilding i mean i think gold's gym was bought up by this super mega conglomerate somewhere in Germany now, I think because they filed bankruptcy during COVID. Da, da, da. So <clears throat> essentially the legacy of Gold's Gym, it's kind of like a little bit of a sham because the OG OG location, which was like a hole in the wall, was like actually on Venice Beach, I think. And then what happened later was uh, they essentially uh, changed it up. Um, into a new facility and the real 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 strong men or the bodybuilders didn't work out there they worked out uh, somewhere else um, anyways, so i did the eighth place atlas lift and everyone at the gym was like so like i feel like there's like 40 people just watching me like jaws dropping they're just like dumbfounded they never done seen the and actually and it was actually funny because i wanted to do eight plates and a five on each side but I maxed out the bar. This is the pro tip is uh, the 
best uh, the best plates to use are actually the thin black plates because if you use the Olympic plates, they're a little thicker, so you actually max out the bar quicker. So I wanted to so I use a combination of the you know kind of the rubber plates and also the the thin plates. And then essentially I ran a space on each side. But anyway, I was like, yeah, eight plates. I'll just see how long I can hold it. It's gone under it and did it pretty easy. And everyone's so strong. So oh, you're super easy. Like, and then I'm starting to think too. It's like. Uh, you know, why is it that we tend to just think b -b 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 basic? Why not think b -b 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 beyond? Uh, and some ways to think beyond is kind of look at the traditional way people do things, etc. And to know that in order to go beyond, right? Innovating new thoughts, innovating new techniques, uh, and to not be happy with uh, standard even like standard notions of physique i think are actually quite quite funny is uh you know everyone ha want to have like kind of the steroidy look incredible hulk look but i'm like huh that's that's actually kind of funny because for a long time uh i mean yeah male masculinity and aesthetics uh changes right like even for a long time uh What is it, uh... You know, it's kind of the Brad Pitt aesthetic from Fight Club, right? Super shredded. And then now it's kind of more of like the... You want to look like an orc, right? Like from uh, World of Warcraft, but then... Orcs are ugly. No one wants to look like an orc, right? It's like, better to be the paladin than the orc, right? Uh, anyway, so thinking beyond is... Uh, Think beyond capitalism, think beyond consumerism, think beyond traditional notions of physique. Um, I like the idea that we could innovate anything and everything. I mean, what does innovation really mean? Innovation is to, I mean, I think in Latin, it's like kind of to breathe new life into old things. And I mean, my <clears throat> general definition of uh, innovation is... Do you just have the courage, courage or the chutzpah or the balls or the audacity or the recklessness or the ruthlessness to attempt to attempt a new certain technique and approach that others might find socially aberrant? So actually, hindsight's 2020, right? Sociology was probably the best major that I actually studied in college because sociology is all about analyzing and thinking critically about society and thinking that why like all these things are so BS and how to overturn the BS uh, social breaching experiments via Terry Anderson, um, uh, my old UCLA professor. And once you could kind of go beyond this notion of just like being afraid to be, you know, make yourself look like a fool or whatever, like even 90% of the success of vlogging or starting blog, becoming a personality, it's just like having the audacity or the, you know, <laughs> the ridiculousness to just walk around public with a GoPro facing towards you and talking nonsense to yourself. Even when I used to like uh, vlog with my Panasonic G9 Rode video mic, and point at yourself, like it's the ultimate status symbol that like people will just like honk at me or just something so hey you bro you doing a vlog today so and it does seem like nowadays kids their new aspirations they want to become youtubers or vloggers or whatever a vlog is just simply a video log of your life your activities 
etc. Um, <clears throat> and to think beyond is, I kind of like that because, you know, this is the notion of beyond is that here we are, right? We're here. You want to go beyond, beyond that? You want to go, here we is, then we all go beyond that, beyond, beyond, right? Infinity and beyond, right? Like uh, Buzz Lightyear goals, right? It's, uh, it's actually pretty good, like... And I mean, I think my personal philosophy in the green law of things is like beyond basic, beyond tradition, beyond whatever's... It's like even cars, like think beyond cars. Think feet. <laughs> uh, you know, weightlifting, stuff like that. And also like, uh, you know, uh, my brother-in-law Gabe asked me the other day, like, you know, what are your dreams or hopes or aspirations for, for uh, Sen, for Seneca? And actually for me, my personal hopes, ambitions and goals was, I just want him to become a great entrepreneur. And the, the thing that's interesting about entrepreneurship is, it is a, kind of a, a metaphor, right? Entrepreneurship is a metaphor is that to be uh, to be an entrepreneur means to be a risk taker, a risk maker, a future creator. And even the genius of uh, Elon Musk, right? Is that like, it's not that like, it's so funny people are like, oh, but he's so rich, he has so much money. I'm like, you don't get it. Like the reason why Elon is so great is because he had like this insane, crazy vision, right? And so becoming a quote-unquote visionary, what does it mean to be a visionary? I mean, in some ways, everyone's a visionary, right? Everyone has a certain vision for things, but it also kind of requires one to be like a little bit crazy or insane or... Can you, okay, can you, can you like imagine, right? He's like, I'm gonna create a rocket ship that goes up and then re-lands re itself and then people's like, you fucking crazy, bro, but then like, if it's not impossible by the laws of physics and it actually really does interest you i think one should also attempt it and i think the difficult thing is <clears throat> a lot of people what they try to do is they actually try to uh superimpose to you um what they think is what you should do, right? And it's kind of a funny thing. This is like, you should do this. How dare you not be me, right? As a Barbara Kruger, right? Um, be different. No, not like that. <laughs> so, so yeah, I think it's a, a very important thing to to think and uh, consider. Um, so becoming more socially aberrant to think outside to think outside the box beyond the box right is uh very very critical and to kind of just like challenge everything i mean i think one of the biggest benefits of studying history philosophy societies etc you kind of realize that everything is like plastic and malleable it's not like there are no ultimatums or ultimate rules for anything right even like, you know, religions and stuff like that. Like, just go on Wikipedia, search religion, and look at all these icons that they have for all these different types of cars, whatever. Not cars, 
distracted by something. So look at all the icons for all these different religions and everything, right? And then you'll just be so shocked and amazed to see how much dynamic range there is between all these different options in terms of religions. And you just kind of realize that like belief systems, blah, blah. We're always different, have been different, and are kind of in this continuum and this change of kind of changing and, and stuff, right? Uh, and, you know, life goals, right? Life goals is like, for me, EK, right? EK, EK, EK. I want to become like so big, so mega, so kind of beyond there, just kind of just right um and also like i think a lot of it too is uh let me shout out to my asian american brothers and sisters whatever is that it's so funny because actually uh you know, talking about racial politics blah blah right ain't nobody in america got self-confidence right like african-american people is kind of getting you know shitted on by traditional America you know even if you use Caucasian, use uh, Caucasian right like uh, don't use the word white essentially when you call somebody white what you're saying is that your family has lived here enough generations let's say three or four generations that you've you know the remnants of your past culture have been obliterated so you know a lot of people who are quote quote white right like Italians Eastern Europeans Polish people Essentially, when they first came to America, they were seen as the quote unquote Mexicans of the place, right? Like, I think even back in the day in like uh, the East Coast of New York or whatever, right? If you're Italian, they wouldn't rent you because it's like Italian, you guys are like, you know, they would see them as kind of like dogs or whatever. Right? Same thing with Asian people, East Asians, whatever. Because actually, it's interesting, you look at Silicon Valley now, right? Like, South Asian people, like if you're Indian, you know, from Nepal, blah, blah, you got Stanford, you got successful, blah, blah, blah. It's actually like the, the, the new like uh, Silicon Valley elite, like if you're Indian or South Asian, whatever, you're just technically quote unquote white too, right? Even a bit funny thing too, when I was at Brown University with Cindy, met some kid, and then like superficially, right? Like looks African American, but I'm like, dude, this kid like grew up in like, uh, you know, uh, kind of like the New York suburbs, you know, a nice Ivy League, and uh, essentially like quote unquote talked like a, like a white person, right? I'm like, Bro, like, I was just like, thinking, I was like, superficially, you look African-American, you look what some people call Coco Black, but he's a white boy, right? Uh, and, and I think the reason why people get so confused about me, especially when I'm in the gym, you know, hype lifting, right? They've never done seen a self-confident Asian-American guy, Korean-American. Uh, that also doesn't look like he's on roids, right? <laughs> it's like walking on top list and vlogging and talking nonsense, whatever, right? And, uh, but anyways, so uh, even, yeah, uh, Caucasian guys get kind of uh, shitted on for being, you know, skinny and weak and whatever is too. So honestly, like, Tom Papa, racial politics, every, everyone just has a bump, I would say ignore it all. Even when people, you know, in America, you think somebody Mexican is like poor, you're Mexico City, right? Uh, my friend Todd calls it the, the Whitesikins, right? The, essentially the, the OG Spaniards, they done colonized Mexico City. They're the ones driving around the Lamborghinis. They 
are like all like you know six foot five and pale complexion whatever um and yes it's all it's all uh it's all societal because actually in the past, if you had a darker skin and complexion, that means you're in the fields all day. It means you're poor, right? And then the, the rich people's indoors all day um, and they have a paler complexion. But actually I would say nowadays, the newer sign of wealth is actually to have a full body tan, right? Like if you can afford a full body tan, that means you're rich enough to walk around topless and you don't have a real job. Like, if anything, you look at people when they have a really pale complexion, you could tell that there's some sort of office drone or office slave or some tech slave because they're just indoors all day. I'm like, that's the ultimate disprivilege. Um, and, uh... Oh, so the new, uh, the new sign of richness, wealthness, I've actually found it's kind of like, has it a lot to do with height? Typically, you know, rich people, other rich people, maybe rich, tall, white peoples, um, the, they tend to just, you know, intermarry other people who are like tall and beautiful. So typically, I found that the, the sign for wealth is, you know, not where you wear dress, whatever. It's just how tall you are and how uh, beautiful one is. Um, seems to be the new marker of success. Uh, and yeah, anyways, it's, it's kind of funny too because Nowadays, you look around and what you're trying to find out is how do you know if someone is really rich rich versus fake rich, right? Um, the thought is, if somebody drives an expensive car, they're actually fake rich, they're not real rich rich. Uh, why is that? Because if you was really really rich rich, you don't buy uh, You don't buy expensive shit, right? It's, it's funny because it's like, everyone wants to become a millionaire or a billionaire, whatever, right? But they don't actually want to become a millionaire. What they really want is, they want to go out and spend a million, billion dollars, right? But let's say that, um, I mean, let's just use a simple analogy, right? Let's say you want to become a millionaire, right? So let's say you, you know, you work your ass off and then boom, you have a million dollars in your bank account your uh, savings account, right? You see the one comma, da, 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 right? And then you're like, wow, I worked so hard. Da, 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 I'm gonna go out and buy, I don't know, used Bugatti, right? <laughs> go to, I don't know, a dealership or a private party and then you wire them $1 million and then boom, your bank account goes to zero, right? Uh, so the real rich person would just, this is actually a funny thing based on experience. Do you know what really, really rich people drive? They either dr drive like nondescript trucks, uh, even my friend Don Dillon, who I consider very successful, his like favorite uh, car, he's had all the nice cars, 911, GT3, da, da, da. he's like, I love my truck, it's like a random uh, pickup truck. And also the other dudes I've seen, like even at Gold's Gym Fitness in uh, Venice, you know, you, you could tell a lot of guys like, I don't know, maybe ex-Hollywood associate producers, whatever. Just like pulling out in, uh, in, uh, in their trucks, right? Um, so it looks like really successful that guys just drive trucks and low key. Even the, my friend uh, Armando who runs Pacific Tire Motorsports and uh, in, um, not Huntington Beach, is uh, one of the Redondo Beach, yeah. That's where, what, Wilt 
Don Will Smith as Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, yeah, lives here, drives a blacked out AMG, a G-Wagon. Dude's super successful, has his own body shot. He just drives an old pickup truck on the old F-150 or something. Uh, and also other guys I found at Core Power who are super duper rich looking, right? These pull up in like old beat up, like Civic, <laughs> you know, old silver Civic, clear paint peeling, even, um, and my brother-in-law's family, right? Like super duper rich, whatever, right? They all just like drive like Ford Fusions and uh, even the dad, he went all in Tesla, did, did, did. just bought like a good, like a base model three, right? Um, even for myself, right? The reason that I became so rich is essentially just not wasting money. I mean, even the last car I got was my mom's old 2009 Hyundai Sonata, right? Just uh, got for free, essentially, and only spent uh, only spent like uh, $2,000 to fix it up at the shop, registered it, da da da, and bada bing, bada boom, I essentially had a brand new car for uh, like 2,000 bucks, right? Um, and the, the, the thing that I love about it is I have like zero paranoia about the car. The, the problem is if you have an expensive car too, you live in more paranoia. Isn't the point of being rich and wealthy to have less concerns, less worries, right? So let's say I had the new Urus or Aventador or whatever. Uh, and then, you know, you, you go to the gym or Gold's Gym, whatever, and you park it. And then if you're anxious or worried that somebody finna like jack your car or key your car, or key a dick into it or whatever, you're in a fragile position, which is not good because you're concerned and worried, right? But I got this like my mom's beat up old Hyundai Sonata, super low key, no tint. That's also the thing. Real rich people don't use tints. Uh, no tint, just all my shit in the the back seat. You know, Seneca's uh, car seat, whatever. And then someone wanted to break in my car and jack shit. I'm like, I don't care. It's like, you know, the car's already beat up. Um, even the big benefit. You know what real rich people use is their phone. They just use like a beat up. Uh, iPhone uh, SE, right? Look, I got it all fucking scratched up and shit, right? Real rich people use iPhone SEs. Um, poor people use iPhone Pros. Yeah, this is uh, my thought. Um, and yeah, if you're really, really rich, rich, right? You don't walk around with a watch. Elon Musk don't wear a watch. It's like, I got my phone, right? Like, you walk around with a, a Richard Milley or you got a, a Rolex or you got a... I don't know what those other watches. No, you ain't rich. It's like you gotta you gotta look at time to manage your life. You ain't rich, right? The only real real way to be rich is to wake up in the morning without the agency of an alarm clock. It, or you know, like Nassim Taleb says in the Bed of Procrustes, is uh, can you take a nap without? Uh, <laughs> can you take a nap in the middle of the day if you wanted to? That's a sign of real rich. rich. Like even Elon, right? Like I, don't, I mean, I don't know his lifestyle, but. I can guarantee you that in the middle of the day, he can't just leisurely stroll to, you know, the the local gym, <laughs> you know, get his pump in, you know, shoot the shit, and then uh, take a nap at the house. No, he's probably got like meetings on meetings on meetings. Uh, I think it's a good idea to have the same aspiration as Elon Musk, but you don't actually want to become Elon Musk. You don't want to be him. Uh, yeah, but anyways, uh, moving forward in life, uh, the thing is, in terms of thoughts, desires, ambitions, goals, think beyond. Think beyond.